This is Grain Farmers Ontario Market Trends Commentary for September and October of 2019. It's that time of year when harvest is starting up in the main U.S. Corn Belt and in Ontario. With October clearly in the crosshairs, combines will surely start to roll soon. It has been a very uneven growing season, especially coming out of very late spring in the eastern Corn Belt. That late start has defined much of the market narrative throughout the summer. And as we careen into fall, the combines will surely tell the yield story, which has been so difficult to grasp coming out of June. On September 12th, USGA dropped U.S. national corn production down to 13.799 billion bushels. Now, this was based on a U.S. national yield of 168.2 bushels per acre. This was down from the 169.5 bushels per acre reported last month. USGA lowered ethanol demand in food and industrial use while keeping export demand the same as last month. This put projected ending stocks for 2018-20 at 2.19 billion bushels, which was up 9 million bushels from the August report. The USDA dropped U.S. national soybean production down to 3.633 billion bushels from 3.680 billion bushels last month. This was based on a U.S. national soybean yield of 47.9 bushels per acre, which was 0.6 bushels per acre versus last month. Old crop ending stocks ended up at 1.01 billion bushels, but with a lower production and yield, 2019-20 ending stocks are projected down to 640 million bushels. This is 115 million bushels less than projected last month. Global ending stocks for both old and new crop are lowered in the report, and U.S. wheat production is set to come in at 1.980 billion bushels. Global wheat stocks, both old crop and new, are at new record highs despite drought in some areas such as Australia. On September 13th, corn futures were lower from the last market trends report. Soybean and wheat futures were higher. In December 2019, corn futures were at 368 a bushel. November 2019, soybean futures were at 898 a bushel. And the December 2019 Chicago wheat futures closed at $4.80 a bushel. Minneapolis, December 2019 wheat futures closed at 502 a bushel, with a September 2020 contract closing at 552 a bushel. Nearby oil futures, as of September 13th, closed at $54.80 cents a barrel, down from the nearby futures of last month of $54.87 a barrel. The average price for U.S. ethanol on September 13th in the U.S. was $1.58 a U.S. gallon, the same as the last market trends report. And the Canadian dollar noon rate on September 13th was 0.7543 U.S., slightly higher than the 0.7527 U.S. reported here last month. And the Bank of Canada's lending rate remained at 1.75%. And in Ontario, harvest will likely be ramping up shortly in parts of Ontario. It is hard to put a good face on harvest based on the tough spring planting condition in much of the province. However, since the end of June, weather has been conducive to crop development. There have been exceptions with drought conditions in Bruce County and other areas of the province. There is, of course, land not cropped this year throughout the deep southwest. Needless to say, we still need a wide open fall to get this entire crop to mature. September has been kind so far. Now, basis continues to hang in there for both corn and soybeans. The new crop corn basis has retreated to a small extent compared to last month. Both old crop and new crop soybean basis has decreased slightly since last month. Weather will be a key element to basis as we move forward. If there are frost issues in Ontario within the next four weeks, the crop will surely be compromised and basis should respond. Coverage levels could also be an issue for industrial ethanol use in Ontario, and keeping abreast of weather reports and basis values will surely be key. 
A wide open fall is what producers need to get the crop to maturity, but it's also important for a renewal of winter wheat acres in 2020. Large acreages, which were unseated this year in the deep southwest Ontario, will surely get that September planning started. Getting back over that 1 million acres of Ontario wheat would surely be a good goal, especially with rotation taking a bath for some farms this year. And you can see all our Ontario grain prices by going to the marketing section of our website. The bottom line is, harvest time will be the true litmus test of where yield is. We all know what it's like when combines roll. Intuitive feelings about USDA predictions suddenly get adjusted when actual corn and beans fill up the combine tank. The 2019 crop has been compromised all year. We are about to find out by just how much. The USDA report wasn't overly neutral. For instance, corn stocks grew. Soybean stocks were about as expected, especially with the soybean crop shortfall with less acres in yield. However, it would seem geopolitics continues to matter. Any type of semblance of a trade deal between the U.S. and China raises prices, with hardly a reason to go there. With talks scheduled for October, it will continue. Recent increases in the Pacific Northwest basis levels reflect initial Chinese soybean purchases. Is everything as it seems? Well, not really. African swine fever continues to decimate the Chinese pork sector with domestic pork prices rising sharply. This is surely pressuring the Chinese, but that might be doing it even more so in a parched, dry Brazil. It's historically dry as soybean planting gets set to go. Fewer soybeans grown in Brazil have not been part of the Chinese narrative. Everybody needs to cover their bases. Simply put, soybeans have been a whipping boy for a long time, but some optics has changed. Brazil's dryness is what it is, but non-commercial traders are starting to grow uneasy on their net short futures position in early September. That was part of the wild swing on September 13th, one day post-USDA. With geopolitics fickle at the best of times, read that proverbial trade war, no one can be sure of their position. Now for corn, U.S. corn yield is more than many had expected earlier, and it might still be up to interpretation until the time when combines roll. For instance, USDA measurement has corn ear counts the lowest since the drought year of 2012, but corn ear weights have not been measured yet by USDA and could change the narrative. About 23 U.S. ethanol plants have been closed down or idled in the last several months, but ethanol production remains somewhat stable, not a huge drop. However, U.S. producers wait for the president's announcement on ethanol. His public statements have pointed to a more farm-friendly change in policy. The December 2019-March 2020 corn futures spread is currently minus 12 and three quarters cents U.S., which is considered bearish. Seasonally, corn prices tend to trade lower into October, and the December corn futures contract is currently in the 42nd percentile of the past five-year price distribution range. Now, for soybeans, the focus for soybeans is still on yield. USDA dropped yields in the September 12th USDA report and may again in October. Pod counts have been down in surveys this past August and in private estimates as well as USDA. However, pod weights have been up, so yield is still in the mix. Soybean crust margins remain good in the United States. Cheaper prices are always good for crush. It surely is, helping reduce the ending stocks figure down to 640 million bushels from over a billion. It is likely to fall further this fall with a further reduction in U.S. yield. The November 2019-March 2020 soybean future spread is currently minus 25.25 cents, which is considered sideways, and the November contract is currently priced in the 26th percentile of the past five-year price distribution range. Seasonally, soybeans tend to trade lower into October. 
Now for wheat, wheat has been a follower of the row crops with hardly a reason to feel wind at its back. The trend remains down in all wheat classes as world stocks are higher despite drought in Australia. As always with wheat, it's planted or harvested somewhere in the world every month. Uh, so supply is usually robust. Needless to say, top growing regions still need to be watched for production issues. In Ontario, wheat will soon be planted. And after a couple tough years with wheat survival through the fall and winter, many producers are looking forward to better conditions. That wide open fall anticipated for row crops will surely help wheat planting. The Canadian dollar in the 75 cent range will continue to be the one market factor which helps cash wheat prices. We have become accustomed to robust agricultural commodity demand before the Chinese tariffs were applied to soybeans last year. Corn was always a commodity somewhat immune from that, as the United States was still the dominant world supplier. However, demand has been a problem, with feed and ethanol showing weakening fundamentals. However, corn exports have fallen further. A year-to-year -year drop of 500 million bushels could be possible based on a continuation of lost demand over the last half of 2018 and 19. It's led the long-term outlook for corn to be bearish, and the demand issues needs to be stemmed. In Ontario and Quebec, the crop continues to march toward maturity. As advertised since last spring, we need that wide open fall to reach maturity for a lot of June planted corn. The jury is still out on that as private crop estimates have pegged Ontario corn yield in the 164 bushels per acre range. Statistics Canada is currently pegged the Ontario crop at 156.1 bushels per acre. They have pegged the soybean crop at 43.5 bushels per acre. Now these yield estimates are down compared to last year. The 2019 spring season was one of the most challenging on record, with constant rain and cold conditions badly delaying corn and soybean planting. Ontario corn basis levels have reflected this since last spring, and it's likely to continue into fall. This means basis must be watched closely, especially if Ontario runs short or frost impacts the crop. The value of the Canadian dollar will continue, as always, to have a direct impact on soybean basis values. It is an uneven time for markets for sure. Both the U.S. and Ontario crop yield is in flux as we careen toward harvest. Geopolitics continue to boil between the U.S. and China, among other hotbeds like Saudi Arabia and Hong Kong. Moving ahead on the grain price front will be multifaceted. Brazil soybean planting is commencing amid the driest planting conditions on record. And the challenge for Ontario farmers is to measure all of these variables as flat price sellers. Know where you want to go and know your carrying costs for grain. There will be many marketing opportunities ahead. Daily market intelligence will remain key to success. This has been the Grain Farmers of Ontario Market Trends Commentary for September and October of 2019. I'm Philip Shaw.